The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation with another trailblazing innovator. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Bill Esslinger. CEO of Fogo Data Centers. Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for making the time to be with us today, Bill. Before we start our discussion, could you take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background? Sure. So I am actually a healthcare IT attorney. I've been doing this for nearly 20 years. I was in the electronic health record vendor side of healthcare IT for nearly 15 years. Uh, I've spent the last two and a half years as a chief executive officer of Fogo Data Centers, and we're a healthcare IT-centric data center, which I think we'll talk a little more about later. So I've really been into healthcare IT from the legal and regulatory side for 20 years now, and those were some important years when the HIPAA initial regulations were being promulgated and the like. And actually, my wife has also been in healthcare IT for 20 years. She was one of the first developers at Electronic Health Record Company that we were fortunate enough to be a couple of co-founding investors in 20 years ago. Outstanding. You mentioned Fogo Data Centers. Could you give our audience a 10,000-foot overview of what you guys do to serve your customers there? Sure, sure. So my partner at Fogo, now we're wholly owned and operated by me and my partner, which is different from a lot of other data centers. We're a smaller data center. We focus primarily, like I said, on, on healthcare IT because of the experience and the contacts and the team that we have built. So when my partner built the facility, the initial facility, we have three now, he was focused on co-location. And when I joined the company two and a half or so years ago, I saw a real need, a void in data centers that can properly provide healthcare IT services, hosting cloud services and the like. So we've really refocused on that. And we think we're really the only data center that has the expertise and team, which we can talk a little more about later if you like, to do that. Our headquarter facility is in West Metro Atlanta. It's a tier four facility. We have fully redundant systems from power cooling connectivity. I've got dark fiber in the ground between 56 Marietta, Atlanta, which is the Southeast's largest internet carrier hotel. Dark fiber meaning we are the only ones on it. I own the fiber. So the only limitation is, is the speed of light and therefore the equipment you put on either end. So basically I've currently got a 10 gig pipe that I can push data through and we're one hop from the backbone. And that's very important in healthcare IT because we can do geo-redundant data backup. In other words, I can store data here and I can very quickly replicate it offsite elsewhere for, for safety and disaster recovery purposes. We have a second data center in New Orleans, Louisiana. It was formerly Chevron's World Headquarter Data Center. They ran all of their worldwide credit card processing and all of their oil rigs in the Gulf out of that data center, and we were lucky enough to acquire that data center three or four years ago, and we do a lot of co-location 
out of that facility. We've got the entire 10th floor of a, of a high-rise down in the Central Business District. And then again, we've got a presence in Atlanta at 56 Marietta. So that's the 10,000-foot view. Perfect. What was it that made you join FOGO? What made you convinced that this was the right next step for you in your career? Honestly, I lived through 15 years of healthcare IT from the electronic health record vendor side. So I were founding shareholders in, in Green, then Greenway Medical Technologies back in 1999. And, you know, coming up through all of the years of HIPAA and privacy security transaction regulations, high-tech, meaningful use, meaningful use to all of these things. And, and through MU, we saw from a vendor perspective what was called the land grab. And I think Andy Slavitt said recently, you know, the, the land grab is over. All providers, for the most part, have electronic health records now. Now it's time to focus on interoperability and getting data out of silos and getting systems talking to each other. And so I saw the shift beginning to move to the cloud, and it was a perfect opportunity for me to go where I think the market is going. So I was very interested in moving into the, the cloud business and not just renting a rack from somebody in some data center and calling it you know cloud service, but actually owning and operating a data center and then focusing very specifically on healthcare IT. And we currently work with I think eight different electronic health records and we're talking with three or four other ones and then we're working with about two dozen other companies I call them ancillary to the EHR so companies that that do other things that interact with the EHR but are not necessarily part of the EHR one fantastic company I met with them this morning a partner company they've developed an EHR agnostic mobile device and it is it could be the holy grail it is some of one of the coolest pieces of technology i've ever seen that the physicians can interact with and never have to touch the ehr and if 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 that worked i think that's really going to be fantastic for the market but a lot a lot of data you know moore's law everything is uh the the storage is shrinking and the compute power is doubling i think every 18 months and a lot of data it needs to be stored somewhere it needs to be stored with someone who knows what they're doing understands the regulatory environment and can can do it properly great it certainly has been interesting last 20 years bill especially for somebody who has that background you have living in an ehr and then moving outside the ehr what are some of the other changes you've witnessed over the last 20 years it's been very interesting to watch the the medical industry evolve. So when I started at, at the Ben Greenway Medical Technologies, and we would go out, of course, there were some future-focused physicians, but at that point, back in 1999, a lot of the physicians were afraid to give up their paper, or not afraid, they just didn't want to do it. I don't want to move to electronic. I want to use my paper chart. And And there were some trailblazers that that did it, the early adopters, and then we finally saw physicians, and we, we focused on, on ambulatory, but also some, some work with acute care, and the same here at FOGO, but finally saw that shift, and it was, it, it was later than other industries, but finally saw the shift to electronic, but in the early years, once the shift began, the physicians still wanted that server on site. They wanted their data in their office, even if it was in you know, the mop closet or down in the basement and not particularly secure. They wanted it on site. And now we're finally seeing the, the medical world make the shift to 
the cloud a little later than some others have. The cloud business has been growing for, for many, many years, and, and now medical seems to be moving in that direction. Ambulatory first, but interestingly enough, I'm, I'm talking with hospitals, and they're beginning to move systems out of the hospital, the hospital data center, and into the cloud. So that's, it's been an interesting 20 years for sure. Absolutely. I get really inspired by a recent post you wrote for Nick Atkins' blog, Bill. You said, we must unthink healthcare. What does that mean to you? So let me tell you the story. I've got to give credit where credit is due. I was at a conference about two years ago, and a brilliant artist and author, Eric Wall, was there. and He's a graffiti artist, and he was presenting in, in front of two or 3,000 people, and he was painting this painting. And, you know, I, along with the rest of the audience, was looking at it sort of head cog, trying to figure out what this was, and he, he painted this with two hands to music in about three or four minutes. And at the very end, he signed his name upside down and then flipped it over. And it was Albert Einstein. And it was, it was brilliant. And I ended up buying that painting at auction later that night. And the funds went to support the Georgia Rafa Clinics, which is a fantastic organization. I was very pleased with that. But Eric Wall, he's written a book called Unthink. And it's very interesting to me. And just to quickly quote him so you kind of understand what, what, he means by unthink. He says, you can be both intelligent and intuitive, tactical and pioneering, calculated and creative. You just have to reconnect with who you were before traditional education and corporate culture dulled your artistic senses. So what he's saying is, if we go back to thinking like we thought when we were children and strip away everything that we've been taught and, and, and basically unthink, we can be creative and solve problems creatively. So at, at the center of the unthink concept is really the convergence of art and science. And yes, it's absolutely important to study facts and know details, but facts and details alone do not heal in the medical context. So it's, it's the creative part of applying those facts and details in the right place at the right time that brings healing and prevention and will move humanity forward. I think the unthinking of patient access to medical records actually began with HIPAA, uh, the, the HIPAA paradigm shift, redefining the, the ownership of the medical record and returning authority and privacy or authority for the privacy to the patient. And likewise, as we continue to see human factors, technology take precedence over machine logic, new products emphasize usable design. Now, I think the puzzle of interoperability continues to be a big problem. It takes center stage in healthcare IT as the complexities of the connectedness and the big picture of health continue to unfold. It's no longer acceptable to operate as silos of knowledge and, and, and technique in distinct subspecialties. The patient now as the consumer expects the medical world to be as connected as, say, the financial world. And I can take my ATM card and go to any bank in the world and get money out of my account. And I think patients now as consumers expect the medical world to work the same way. Now, I'll say the biggest and most urgent need, in my opinion, of an unthink mindset in healthcare is, is new payment models. I mean, our healthcare system and the insurance industry is no longer financially viable. It's simply broken. And so it's time to, time to fix that. Bill, I noticed that you're also a fan of another artist that I really respect and admire, Regina Holiday. I saw you joined the Walking Gallery of Healthcare. Will you tell us how that came about and about your healthcare story that Regina painted on your jacket? 
absolutely. So I was very pleased to be to be invited to join. And my story, I'm excited to to share my jacket at Hymns. I'll be there. And my story on my jacket is really my wife's story. So my wife has had juvenile diabetes since since she was three years old. She tells me not to tell how old she is. So I don't say for so many years, but she's had that since she was three years old, which was a long time ago. <laughs> don't tell her I said that. <laughs> but anyway, it, juvenile diabetes is is a tough disease, and and it makes you know child well, it makes your life very difficult. Number one, and it makes childbearing very very difficult. But it was the invention of the the insulin pump that really allowed her to get her diabetes under control and carry three beautiful children to full term. And I don't think without her insulin pump, that would have been possible. And so she has been a patient her whole life. And I've been, you know, a patient on and off because I like to ride motorcycles and do things that break bones. But, um, you know, it's 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 really her story. So it's all about patient advocacy. And and Regina has done a fantastic job with the walking gallery. And 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 the story in my painting really shows. If you look, it's 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 pushing forward. And and you see the Statue of Liberty. And and the Statue of Liberty is pregnant, but if you also notice, she's wearing an insulin pump. And it's got our whole. It's, it's very interesting. I had to look at the painting many, many times to see all of the different nuances from, you know, the things that represent our three children. And I saw actually the the very first Greenway logo worked in there. And and the painting is set in what is a part of our data center downstairs. And it's just it, it was fast. I was blown away when I saw the painting. And I'm very excited to display that at. At Hymns, and frankly, I was at the J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference a few weeks ago in San Francisco, and I wore my jacket there. Outstanding with that, Intrepid Healthcare will return with our guest, Bill Esslinger, after this quick break. We'll be right back. Smarter business decisions, a better bottom line, stronger relationships with patients. That's what more than 3,000 hospitals and health systems and 7,000 other healthcare providers 60% of all U.S. healthcare organizations are experiencing as partners of Experian Health. Experian Health provides industry-leading revenue cycle management, identity management, patient engagement, and care management solutions that power opportunities in today's value-based healthcare environment. Find out for yourself by going to www.experian.com forward slash healthcare. Bookmark that site to keep abreast of Experian Health's transformative service offerings. And we're back with Bill Esslinger, CEO of Fogo Data Centers. Bill, could you tell us more about Fogo Data Centers? What do folks need to know about what makes you guys special? Well, I tell you what makes us special is we, we're not the largest data center in the world. And my customers know they can pick up the phone and call me. Every one of my customers has my phone number. And you're not going to get that if you're with a, a big data center. You're not going to get that sort of, we call it white glove, Ritz-Carlton service. My my people know at FOGO that service is the main thing. So our employees serve each other. We serve our customers. Hopefully through that, we serve patients and healthcare and, and the community. And ultimately, we serve our shareholders. And, and we think with that 
mindset. All, all of my employees know that service is the main thing, and, and when a customer calls, we're going to work with that customer regardless of where the problem is. If it's here, if it's with the, the software vendor, if it's with their internal network, we're going to give that level of personal service. And the other thing that really sets us apart is the experience we have. So we've got a healthcare IT advisory board, which is made up of, of me and my executive vice president of sales, who's been in sales in the EHR industry. Frankly, he was one of my best salespeople at Greenway. I brought him over. He's got you know 20 years experience. I've got 20 years experience. So that covers the sales side, the legal regulatory side. My wife is on board. She's been a health IT developer and product manager for 20, nearly 20 years. And we added Linda Stotsky to our healthcare IT advisory board. I think anybody that has heard the, the word healthcare IT and is on any form of social media certainly knows who Linda is. She's a marketing genius. And then we've also added to our board Dr. James T. Ingram. He was chief medical officer at Greenway. He's been involved with the design and development of two different electronic health records from the usability standpoint, from the physician's usability standpoint. So with that team I've put together, we have over 100 years of experience in healthcare IT across the spectrum, and you're just simply not going to find that with any other data center, with any other vendor, and we think that sets us apart. Again, I, we own our own facilities, many cloud providers don't do that, so they don't control the location or the security or the infrastructure. Our tagline is is know your cloud. So you, you, you really need to know where your data is housed. And that's important because I found as I talk with ambulatory physicians and even, even hospital executives, they don't want their data out there in the public cloud somewhere. They want to know where it is. And we're happy to give tours of our facilities. In fact, we'd love to give tours of our facilities so people can come visit their data, see where it is, see what we're doing from an infrastructure and security and redundancy standpoint. And it, it makes a difference. I met yesterday with the the head of a, a large emergency department in a hospital, and he was saying you know, some of the same things. It just makes more sense rather than trying to staff up and have IT people, you know, on your staff, whether it's, you know, at the ambulatory level or the acute level, we have experts that do this all day, every day. So a piece of their time is worth much more than trying to staff up and, and do it yourself. And from an acute standpoint, a lot of hospitals, probably most hospitals, have their own data centers in-house, even the medium to smaller size hospitals may have some smaller data centers, but that data needs to be backed up somewhere else in the event of an emergency, in the event of a ransomware attack. If you have your data backed up off-site and you have a hot site failover or warm site failover or even just a disaster recovery copy of the data elsewhere, you can dial back that sand before the attack happens and you didn't lose your data and you don't have to pay somebody 50,000 bitcoins. Now, you might have a HIPAA violation, but you haven't lost your data and that's, that's important. So that's what we focus on. You mentioned that we're about to get together with 45,000 of our closest friends in the next couple of weeks at HIM 17. Bill, what are your plans for HIM 17 and where will we be able to find you? Well, I'm actually, we're working on the calendar now and I'm actually booking up very, very quickly in the mornings and the evenings. I would love still to to meet with anybody out there listening that would like to come meet with us and, and chat further. We are at 
booth number 6489. Time with me, one-on-one, can be scheduled. You can direct message me through Twitter. My handle is at Bill Esslinger. Or reach out to Fogo directly and, and schedule time with me at Hems. We would love to to do that and meet. We're attending some some very interesting events, including the Walking Gallery reception uh, sponsored by Conduent Health. Very excited about that. The Healthcare IT 100 reception, Histalkapalooza. So going to be an exciting conference. It's always an exhausting conference. Last year in Las Vegas was particularly exhausting. I got there and was not feeling well, and it turns out I had pneumonia and got to spend the next four days on my feet in the booth for 12 hours a day. So hopefully we'll have a little better time in, in Orlando this year. Absolutely. It definitely needs to be better <laughs> than sick in Las Vegas. No place worse to be sick. Uh, tell me about it. What's next for Fogo Data Centers, Bill? What are you guys working on now that your customers will experience in 2017. We are working on different access methods to your data. So we love to host electronic health record data in our cloud, and it can be accessed a num- number of different ways, including you know your standard fat client VPN, or it can be done via you know Horizon View or RD Web. And we're working on some some HTML5 access methods and and some mobile access methods that really. You know, you, you'll be able to do it from any platform. In fact, we offer virtual desktops, which would actually also run here, and it's device agnostic, so it's interesting to be able to pull up a, a Windows desktop on my Mac or on my iPad or even on my iPhone and see the Windows desktop and hit your full electronic health record, not just the, the potential mobile version of the same. So that's that's coming, and and we're we're just growing. We're working with you know new vendors every week. It's an exciting time. We're looking at expanding geographically, probably not in the next twelve months, but probably in the next twenty four to thirty six months. So it's it's an exciting time for for the market. It's, it's an exciting time for Fogo. It sure is. I want everybody right now to go out to www.fogodatacenters.com. That's F-O-G-O-D-A-T-A-C-E-N-T-E-R-S.com. Bookmark the site. Keep up with the great things that Bill and his team are doing at Fogo Data Centers. Bill, it's so great to have you on the broadcast today. Thanks for stopping by and sharing your great wisdom. Thank you very much for having me. Well, it's certainly our pleasure. That wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guest, Bill Esslinger, I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare. <laughs>